Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We wanted to get Murrow and Emmy winning chief investigative reporter Eric Flack on the show from WUSA 9 in town because he's got a bunch of details on what's going on in Richmond as it pertains to the Senate version of a bill to fund the new Capitals and Wizards arena that's supposed to be headed to Alexandria. So, Eric, let's start with, I saw one of the senators from, like, Virginia Beach saying this bill is dead as far as I'm concerned. And then everyone was saying the bill was dead. But with all due respect to her, that's not how that works. But you think we're headed in that direction in the Senate? What's going on? I think it certainly uh, is on life support. But Monumental, which held a press conference this afternoon, will tell you a different story. As you know, and we've talked about with Commander's stuff, for this thing to happen, there has to be a bill that's agreed upon by, by the House and the Senate. And right now, there was a bill to fund the arena at Potomac Yard introduced in the House and the Senate. The House seems to have early approval, but the Senate does not. And it had to come out of finance committee to move forward. That's the first step with one of these bills. But the finance committee on the Senate side is Democratic controlled. And all of a sudden, the Democrats said, we don't feel comfortable with this. So not only did the finance committee on the Senate side uh, not uh, approve it, they wouldn't even take it up. They didn't discuss it other than to say, here's the reasons why we're not going to take up this bill or discuss it. Now, Monumental, again, called a kind of hastily called a press conference at one o'clock because so much is going on to address this. They said, look, we have support in the House. If we can get it passed in the House, then we can meet with the Senate Finance Committee. We can meet with opponents, Democratic mostly, in the Senate and negotiate with them and make them see the light about why this is a good deal and gain their support. So they continue to say that there's only one. We asked them, is there a plan A, plan B? They said there's no plan A or plan B. There's only one plan, and this is this arena in Alexandria. But they're going to have to convince some very, very skeptical senators um, if, if this thing is going to be uh, moving forward. So, Eric, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when Linda Kropp, D.C. City Council member, I can't remember exactly yeah. what her role was at, the, at this point, cost yeah. the Washington, D.C., the Nationals. Like, I yeah. remember when it was dead. It was not going to happen. And everybody in the committee just like, 
like threw their hands up and were shocked and chagrined. And I remember like I was part of a campaign. I like called her office and was like, I'd like to register a complaint as a DC resident. <laughs> Just wanted a baseball team coming back. And then sure enough, you know, whatever it was, like 36 hours later, tremendous change of heart. This was her grandstanding moment at the time, as I recall. I, I could be getting it wrong. Please no one sue me or get offended. But you see, what I'm, you see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, of course. I, w- respectfully, I didn't know who Louise Lucas was until I started reading <laughs> you and, and, and others. Is this a time where you get a lot of pub and everybody's asking you for quotes and your standing goes up? Is it really dead or is it a chance to for Louise Lucas to shine? Well, it escalated quickly. And that is what uh, is interesting to me, because she started out by saying, well, I'm not going to just support this if, if, if the governor doesn't have a plan to spread some money, not just to Northern Virginia, but to my district. And many others followed suit and said, you know, hey, we need we need concessions here. Um, and, and part of her new opposition saying I'm not even going to talk about this is she says the governor is unwilling to kind of horse swap and say, hey, okay, you're going to get this, you're going to get this, you're going to get this if you if you support this. There's also a growing concern about the money. And and it's it, as I've worked, and this is through Monumental, um, how it's going to be funded. It's like a billion dollars in bonds that will total like 2.7 or 2.8 billion by the time the bonds are paid off. And the way the bonds work is that in a doomsday scenario, Virginia taxpayers are on the hook for that if Monumental couldn't pay back the bonds, like if everything went south with the arena. Now, Monumental will tell you that is like never going to happen, and there's many provisions, many reasons why the bonds are going to get paid back. But the fact is they could – be on the hook. And so I think that when you ask, is she grandstanding? I, 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 I would say that if she was grandstanding, like she was kind of grandstanding at the beginning where you say, I'm not going to support this, but you don't just say, I'm not even going to talk about it. You know, I'm not even going to bring it up for debate. Um, and, and that's, and, and then you also have the fact that Scott Surabell, um, who is from Fairfax County and kind of the author of the Senate bill also has kind of backed off support for it. Which is kind of equally, um, uh, you know, concerning that um, you know that that even he acknowledges that that there are there are challenges in in kind of getting this through the Senate. Eric Flack, WUSA TV Nine. Why is he backed off in his support? Well, I I think that he sometimes when you have something and your Democratic colleagues come to you and say, you know, I'm not going to support this then you have a, a losing horse, all of a sudden, you know, you kind of back off. And you're like, okay, well, if, if – and he always kind of said from the beginning, I'm going to introduce this. This doesn't necessarily mean I, I support it, but I'm more than happy to be the person to, to introduce it so we can talk about it. But I think that this idea of pouring this amount of money into northern Virginia was so distasteful to the rest of the state that said, what about me? That they miscalculated. They miscalculated the the being able to sell it, at least on the Senate side. Eric, react to this opinion that I have. I find sure. it impossible to believe that Leonsis, Monumental, the governor, that big stage event that we all talked about for weeks, 
that they do that without knowing this thing's going through. Look at the back and forth now between the mayor and Leonsis publicly. I mean, in some yep. ways, like the damage has been done here. And a lot, like from a legacy standpoint, if you're Leonsis, you've got to come through with Virginia because if you just stay in D.C. and they're mad at you and hate your guts, like that's not a good look. I, I He's too smart. And my opinion is this is going to happen and it's going to go through because they didn't start all this if it wasn't going to and they didn't already know they had what they needed. Where am I wrong? Well, I mean, I think the only thing you're not considering is giving them so much credit to think that political calculations can't be can't be overstated or incorrect or miss the mark. There is no way that they thought that that the bill wouldn't even get a hearing in the finance committee. There's no way they calculated that. They certainly saw it. And they certainly had conversations with a Scott Suravel, a Democrat. Um, and then you've got the Republican governor. So we've got kind of a bipartisan effort here to say, hey, will you be the one to introduce this so we have some bipartisan bipartisan support? But, you know, things happen. And, you know, the, the, the Jack Ken Cook trying to build a stadium with Doug Wilder in Virginia decades and decades ago was a little bit different because it wasn't killed over politics. But but they had a, a big podium arena, I mean, a dog and pony show for that one, too. And we're moving and, you know, we're shaking hands. And that never happened. So, I mean, I think you're right. They've been working on this for two years. Two years they're, they're now kind of acknowledging. This has been in the works for a long time. In my interview with, with Leon says, it, it's clear he was always intending to go to Northern Virginia. Like staying in Capital One was never the plan, at least with the Caps and the Wizards. So this was always the plan. But I think they miscalculated the, 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 the pushback they were going to have from parts of the state they didn't think were going to stand up and fight. And, and that's what they're getting. But again, Monumental is continuing to say, and this is to your point, Grant, Monumental is continuing to say today, hey, we're all right. This is the process. We're going to get it through on the House side. We're going to negotiate. We're going to convince some people who say they can't be convinced. And, and there is no plan B. There's not even a plan A. There's only one plan. This is a plan. Everybody calm down. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Our buddy Eric Flack with us here on GND. So, again, at the risk of brushing up against politics, we are talking about politicians here. Here, Here's, I don't want to say I'm skeptical, but I just, I just kind of want your reaction to this. So, I guess it's February 10th. Glenn Youngkin, Republican governor of Virginia, gives a big, you know, soaring speech where you use your rhetoric. And I'm turning from side to side, telling you this, that, and the other thing, right? And he's saying mean things about the other team, right? This is a, a normal course of the day. Louise Lucas repost it and tweets this is the speech he gives while wanting us to compromise with him and give him the glendome then here we are 48 hours later she's saying this thing's dead on arrival this feels like you said something bad about my team so i'm going to embarrass you and you're like it just feels like politics to me less so than where our sports teams are going to end up playing and it feels like a game that everybody you know makes a big point and then quietly behind the scenes when a bunch of money changes hands and she gets like whatever toll relief she wants in Portsmouth it's uh this whole thing just sort of gets worked out I, your thoughts maybe maybe but especially these days politics have a way of becoming reality more and more and people get dug in on their heels and then they hear from their constituents who say we don't want this and we elected you to fight ideas like this and they realize whoa if if i take a stand on this i'm good to be reelected you know for 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 some time to come i can be a hero to my constituency and i do think speaking of the speech um and 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 how quickly this all escalated um there's a lot of egos involved mm-hmm. and 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 when when people don't like what they hear out of the governor's mouth when the governor needs their help they're quick to say, okay, absolutely not. We're not going to do this this way. You're, you're both right in that time will tell if this really ends up unraveling. And, 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 and I think, again, I guess I just go back to the press conference that Monumental held just a couple hours ago where one of their uh, top people on this project, Monica Dixon, came out and, and just calmly said, we're fine. It's all fine. This is just part of the process. Clearly believing, you know, your your take on this, that that there's a lot of posturing going on here. And once there is, you know, feathers that can be unruffled and egos that can be uh, that can be massaged and, and, and deals that can be made um, for for things that that people want to gain support. Um, that that they will, in fact, be able to turn this around. There's also the idea, keep in mind, that negotiations can also in, in involve the financials. The, the the numbers I talked about, a billion dollars in bonds that equals $2.8 billion in repayments over however many decades, that number's not set in stone. They can change that number. They can say, okay, don't, don't, we, you don't have to give us that much money. Give us less money. And, and, you know, I think that's always a possibility, too, to kind of assuage. And that would be a way for Lucas to say, I fought. We won this. That crazy number isn't part of the crazy number anymore. But I'm going to vote for this because they backed off because 
you know, we stood up to them. But we're still going to give them, like, you know, some money, but just not that much. That's that's another way that, that this can all be salvaged. So there's still negotiations to go on. But, you know, once people take very public stands like this, like what happened today, you know, if they swap, if they switch, um, you know, then, then it's, 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 they're going to have to explain that, too. Um, so there's going to have to be uh, justification for why they would then flop and, and, and support the project when they oppose it. So, Eric, it seems like this is almost, I don't want to say exclusively, but mostly about the financials. What's to keep you know, the score from changing a little bit where maybe Leonsis doesn't get exactly what we heard about in that first press conference, but you know he pushes his fader up of what Monumental's spending a little bit, the other number comes down, and you strike a deal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to have to be. Here's what I think is not going to happen. And again, this is just me using my experience in these sorts of things. What I don't think is going to happen is that they're going to move forward with this particular framework and, and then somehow convince the Lucases of the world to come on board. I mean, you know, they can't they can't. Uh, have a bill they can't have an arena they can't have a funding mechanism without the senate finance committee doing what they have to do to kind of approve something that can be voted on by the full senate so like it has to happen so really changing a framework to me seems like the only potential solution one that they may have anticipated one that it's everything's a negotiation we start up here we come down here, we meet in the middle, you get some more stuff, I, 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 I give back some stuff, and we're all happy. I don't think that, like, you know, toll relief at this point is necessarily going to get it done for a Lucas on, on a $2.8 billion payback. Eric, um, real quick, because I'm assuming other people listening are thinking the same thing I am. So to, you're saying, like, they're, they're not even really able to have the conversation yet based on the Senate. How do they get on that agenda? Is that a vote? Is it just that three Democrats yeah. have to change their mind? Like, how would you even get to that part? You would you would have to have the leadership in the Senate Finance Committee, which sets the agenda, to put it on the agenda. And how far That's, from that are? Is it like every single Democrat doesn't want to do it, or like three need to flip? We had Matt, we had that. I haven't counted the votes yet because we had Matt Torres in Richmond, and I'm like um, doing the monumental side down here. So I haven't counted votes yet, but they, they didn't even get it on. They didn't even talk about it. They didn't even get it on. So leadership has to put it on the agenda. And right now, you know, they're not even good. It's like a Mickelson, uh, Mendelssohn thing about, you know, it's up to him to put certain things on, on, on the city council. Um, sorry, my alarm's going off. Um, put certain things on the agenda for them to, uh, for them to like, Go forward. So I haven't counted votes yet. I don't have the answer. To that. Okay, Eric. Sorry about that. No, no worries. On, on the D.C. side of things, Mayor Bowser, op-ed in the Washington Post, and then his, you know, I think she gave a press conference and, and, and made a couple of statements about potential legal ramifications and trying to yeah. enforce their lease. What's the latest there? Yeah. So uh, just two hours before Monumental was meeting with the media um, about, you know, everybody calmed down about what happened in Richmond. Uh, Mayor Bowser, um, for the first time, uh, said, um, you know, we have a legal strategy. We're not going to talk about it. 
but we're not going to let him just go quietly into the night. Um, they believe they, there's, a, there's a provision in the lease. It's clear as day that, that there's a provision in the lease which says he can repay the bonds early and get out in 2027. The question is, um, can the mayor block him from doing that? And can they go to court and say this provision doesn't really apply or can't be applied here in this manner? Um, so we asked Monumental about that, and they basically said, we have lawyers, too. We wouldn't have done this for two years if we didn't feel pretty good about being able to get out of this lease. There's no way we do all this work and don't check, hey, can we actually get out of this lease? You know, we're, we got lawyers, too. We're fine. The mayor's point is that, you know, she doesn't – she said flat out, I don't intend to pay off the bond. He can give me – Whatever's left on the bond, it's like $50 million that, that was taken out by the city in the bond to, to, as part of this amendment that happened in 2007. Um, only $13 million of it is paid back. She, she hasn't necessarily been using – there's nothing that says she has to use the money to pay off the bond, the excess revenues from the arena. And she basically said he can't tell me to earmark, you know, whatever the math is, $33 million or $37 million, uh, he hands me a check. He can't tell me what to do with that money. I'm going to use it for whatever I want, but I'm not going to pay off the bond with it. So she basically believes that the way for her to block this uh, in a legal standpoint from happening. Again, Monumental's attorneys say, Monumental's people say, we have attorneys too. We checked into this. We're all good. But the problem is, one last point on that, is even if they're right, it could certainly slow the process if it gets caught up in court. Uh, and, and you know, the, the arena in Alexandria um, isn't supposed to be done until, I don't know, 2028, something like that. Um, but the, uh, if the city wants to play hardball, um, they could potentially um, say, okay, then hit the road, and the Caps and the Wizards could be without a place to play, like without a place to play because their new arena isn't um, – uh, finished yet, and their old one, they, they aren't allowed to be there anymore. And, and the Monumental acknowledged that fact, that if the mayor wants to play hardball, and they move, and their new arena isn't finished, they uh, could potentially be looking for a place to play Caps and Wizards games after 2027 <laughs> for like one year. So they have to convince the mayor, mm -hmm. if the Virginia thing goes through, to um, reach an agreement um, to extend the lease and she's threatening legal action, which seems unlikely um, that she would go, OK, you can say one more year if she if if he can if they can get this deal done in Virginia. So a lot of movies. I'm psyched to watch Ovi chase Gretzky at the St. At the St. James. I know. It's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. Watch uh, watch Jordan. Which side of there, left or right? The two rings. at Eagle Bank Arena. Hey, real quick. We'll end Good it up. here. But I want to ask you, what percentage chance did you think the day of the original press conference that this was going to happen? And what is that number for you right now? 100% the day when that happened. Wow. It's hard to imagine the way they sound that it, like, is not still going to happen. In the end, I do agree with you guys. Um, but I'm going to go 75%. I'll knock 25% off. I'll knock 25% off that they can't get this through Virginia only because – 
we've seen ideas in Virginia um, for various reasons get support and then kind of erode. Um, but I think in the end, they just change the deal and, and do some politics stuff and get pe- enough people on board to get it through. But obviously, it's a lot more difficult. And obviously, the chances aren't the same as when it was announced. Eric, thank you as always, buddy. Sorry about that alarm prank. See, man. Yeah, I, yeah seriously. <laughs> these kids these days, I tell you what. Danny right, should stop guys. trying to steal your shenanigans. Car. Our buddy Eric Flack on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.